0: We're crazy for Swayze, gonna watch everything he
1: made We're crazy for Swayze, then we'll talk about it We're crazy for Swayze, gonna watch everything he made We're crazy for Swayze,
0: then we'll talk about it Hello, and welcome to another episode of Crazy for Swayze. I'm your host, Vince Troy, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Josh Young. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm crazy for Swayze. I love
1: television.
0: You love television? Yeah. Well, get fucking excited because we have another TV episode for you. Whoa, TV. We are watching the 15th episode of the first season of Whoopi. Whoopi! Yeah. Have you ever heard of Whoopi
1: before? Do you know what this show is at all? It's got to be one of those sitcoms based on a famous comedian.
0: Correct. Yes yeah. it is.
1: This uh, according to uh Wikipedia it says Whoopi Goldberg starred
0: in this comedy as a one-hit wonder Mavis Ray, a cigarette smoking, alcohol drinking, menopausal and especially opinionated hotelier. This former one-hit wonder runs her own small hotel in New York City, and she does it any way she wants. Goldberg also served as the EP for the series.
1: Wow, that's a—it's—it's it's less based off her life than most of these types of shows.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I—I I don't think Whoopi Goldberg owns a hotel. Yeah, not a small one. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what this is all about. Apparently, Swayze is obviously a guest star for this episode. It's called The Last Dance. And he plays her choreographer, Tony. Hmm. So, back when she was uh, working, I, I'm su- I'm sure they had a relationship then somehow. So, that's why he's popping in for this episode. Uh, but we're going to be see him acting alongside Whoopi Goldberg, obviously. But Ren T. Brown plays her brother and he was in a uh, heart and soul and waiting to exhale got elizabeth reagan from leon the professional and the fallen faithful and omid Jalili from the mummy and the infidel
1: nailed it yeah
0: uh i'm excited because i know absolutely nothing about this and uh kind of interested like maybe it's going to be like a little bit of a cheers or a wings or something like that
1: yeah it seems like owning a hotel is a good excuse to have a lot of guest stars all the time
0: right and especially for her having uh you know experience in the music industry or just entertainment in general there should be some some plentiful uh wells of guest stars to dip into you know yeah yeah so yeah i'm excited now this originally aired on nbc it was on uh, the the 24th of February, 2004, and in his TV little, you know, area, it came after King Solomon's Mind, but before Icon, right?
1: Okay.
0: And, uh, yeah, I don't know, it, this was late Swayze, near, near the end of his career, and, um, yeah, it, it came before George and the Dragon, same year. Wow. So, that's the kind of Swayze we're going to be watching in this. Do you have uh, any, anything you're excited for, Josh, or hoping for?
1: I don't know. I like that Swayze was kind of a villain in George the Dragon. Uh, George and the Dragon, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and the movie that came out before this episode also was uh, 1114. Yeah. So he had strong, deadly energy in that. Do you think that he was
1: necessarily...
0: Uh I don't think he was villainous in that
1: movie. No. So, yeah, he's
0: in a nice little sweet spot
1: of, uh... He's got a lot going on. He's playing a lot of different kind of roles around this time. hmm
0: hmm And, oh, we found this on YouTube, if anyone wants to watch this with us.
1: not sure if you guys have ever heard of YouTube.
0: Yep. I found it broken up into two 10-minute parts, and I also found it in a 20-some-minute episode.
1: So it's possible to watch for It free. is
0: possible to watch for free. You excited to check this out? Yeah. Let's watch it.
1: crazy? crazy, Crazy, you think he made? crazy? Just crazy. then we'll talk about it. Crazy, crazy. You know crazy, crazy.
0: Well, about it. Wow. well, Josh, that was an episode of television.
1: And I love television.
0: You love television, Josh. Tell me about what you loved about this episode of television.
1: Well, I mean, the characters are really absurd. Yes. Like, right from the top, we get a good idea of what is going on with all of the side characters.
0: Yeah, oh, I mean, like, I kind of feel like every character, you know?
1: Well, Whoopi's an enigma. Yes. Because she's acting funny. I was like, oh, it's nice that she treats her employees good and stuff at her hotel. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's out of the ordinary. Yeah. So... I, yeah, I, I felt like that was a pretty good indicator
0: of how things usually are run then, because, like...
1: Well, especially because she was botching all of the, like, offers that she was making. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, was like she gave that guy a pomegranate. Yeah. And he didn't even eat it. He didn't even open it. He was so excited about it. Yeah, I mean, if I received a pomegranate, I'd be excited, but... Well, I mean, like, okay, so,
0: obviously, Mavis is buzzing, right? Because she, cause she's, she's just got something that's, like making her super fucking happy and like we said everybody that's working in the hotel is acting like the fuck is up with her did she just get laid or something when we find out that her old friend tony's coming to town donate and tony and mavis used to like have a good time so mavis was excited right and like we said he's given N- nasim a uh, a pomegranate he was talking to uh who was it, Jadwiga about it's
1: not her name how nice her floors were yeah Jadwiga is it funny to t- like name someone something
0: no i i think i think it was the way she was saying her name because cuz mavis was like Jadwiga you oh, know yeah. and it was like really like putting on the 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 butter you know the mm-hmm. putting on the the mustard you know really buttering it up yeah that's what i was trying to say yeah. that was the that was
1: the phrase i was trying to say you were mixing your uh metaphors
0: yeah and putting the mustard on it Put um, mustard
1: on it Now that makes sense
0: yeah but yeah so sh- we, we find out that tony is coming to town and uh then as we find out this information we're introduced to courtney and rita how did you feel about courtney
1: and rita well, is Courtney like always so stuck up, and that's the funny part of his character?
0: That's the vibe I'm getting, and I think it was supposed to just be like in contrast because it's Mavis's brother, because it's Courtney. Um, like the the contrast between the characters because Mavis is portrayed as uh, very loose, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Courtney was very uptight, like you said. And
1: do you think Rita's his girlfriend or his wife? I think Rita's his girlfriend. I think so too. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I'm not familiar with uh, that particular subculture.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: The uh, white women who very heavily adopt black culture.
0: Yeah, and and this and, was and it. I think
1: that's the joke of the Odd Couple as well, right? Is that he is kind of a white acting black dude, and she's a black acting white girl. Yeah, that's that, is that funny? I don't know. She, it was she the, was funny er, eh?
0: early. Yeah, uh, Rita's character was very silly. Um, I was going to say, do you think that uh, their being introduced to the situation added extra comic relief? Because I feel it as if Mavis alone would be enough to, like, fuel... Like conflict and things like that Sure, sure Maybe not necessarily fuel
1: conflict But her being very outgoing Yeah, you're talking about like a more in-depth character study Instead of like a broad sitcom
0: Yeah, I feel like like <laughs> the, She was the, the real open and bubbly person And then Courtney was supposed to be the character That's always worked up Like he was our, our C-3PO in this situation,
1: you know But he did do his research and he did learn how to dance Yeah, yeah, yeah Um, So that implies that he's a character that's open to change. Yes. As stuck up as he is about it.
0: I liked how that was like a big big arc for the entire episode. Because we're introduced to Courtney and then we find out immediately that Courtney does not dance.
1: Yeah, he refuses. Yeah, he just is not into it, right? But Rita loves dancing. And she's... She'll dance to anything. Yes.
0: She just wants to fucking dance. And she's... Constantly bringing up whenever Mavis says she's going out dancing that Rita wants to go dancing, also, and no one's taking her kind of situation. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: How did you feel about Tony's introduction?
1: Tony, everyone claps and applause. I liked it. Yeah.
0: He kind of like slid in that room, (laughs) and I think. He he slid into that room and all the way down to Fashion Corner.
1: Oh, yeah, with that fucking uh, jacket on. I think
0: everything.
1: Yeah, everything he wore was perfect.
0: Yes. He had this trench coat. Trench coat? Oh, I mean... It's a duster. It was a long coat, yeah, and it looked like it was made of a a patchwork.
1: Maybe, or like a really, like, splotchy cow. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it was like mostly brown and white.
0: Yeah. 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 But I I don't know, it just kinda felt like real patchy to me. And it was like it was like a stylistic choice of the early two thousands, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, where he was like, I'm gonna be like an old Western guy on top, but underneath I'm gonna be dancing man.
0: Yeah, he had this kind of western style, but it was also like like I don't know It was like a Kind of bedazzled shirt I don't know It had accent colors on it Yeah And I know he had Some jazzy pants on too
1: Yeah and he looked Dressed to dance Yeah
0: and Mavis Also had a real Fucking jazzy blazer on At that point too mm. um,
1: While she was working Or while they were dancing
0: While they were going Out to dancing It was just like They looked like They were having Party coats on
1: mm-hmm. You know And everybody else Was like Sh- Nothing that how cool be look. wore Like really Caught my attention
0: yeah. Yeah. Even when she was wearing that little little kimono thing at the end. Well, yeah, she... that's
1: cool, but that's just like you know leisure wear. Yeah. Yeah. Did <laughs> anyone else's outfit stand out for you, Rita? Yeah. You guys gotta love a white girl
0: with braids like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she did have some braids. That's for damn sure. She also had bedazzled pants. I, I like. I. That's one thing that I never understood about the early two thousands and why that became like. A, uh, a popular fashion choice it was like the bedazzling and everything. I
1: think it was just the commercials. It looked cool. Yeah, I guess. Don't you want to bedazzle all your shit and act as if you don't have a million pieces of flair on all your shit?
0: I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. But uh, the I guess the same re- way I feel about line dancing, I feel about flair. You know, like that is representative of you. And although. Um you know. L-
1: line dancing is representative of a person?
0: No, no, no. Remember, we've already discussed this. Line dancing is
1: the opposite of that. Yeah. I okay, I like, understand. I feel like this is very
0: similar to line dancing in that, like, your flair should be representative of you. And if you were doing it in, in uh, you know, mass production... Mm-hmm. I mean, like, why are you doing it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not... It's It's not... not. It's
0: not for you and your self-expression. It's for someone else to make money. It's for mass consumption. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I understand.
0: See, like, if you were bedazzling your own pants...
1: Well, that's what I thought you were talking about, but it's not.
0: If you were bedazzling your own pants, that's one thing. But if you're buying, like, affliction pants... That's another It's another another animal altogether
1: Absolutely You know what I'm saying I do know what you're saying I would just never even imagine buying such a thing That's why I imagined making your own
0: I, Yeah, I don't I don't know if Affliction makes pants But that's the
1: If they're clothes, <laughs> they're pants That's the <laughs> <laughs> Everything is pants if you <laughs> pants hard enough First of all, yes Second of all, if you make clothes, you're gonna make pants Dude It's a high value market
0: I. I was kind of surprised by the twist that we are introduced to once we get to the dance club.
1: Oh yeah, you were. Yeah, you, I was surprised as well. I thought it was just going to be like a fun time episode.
0: Yeah, I thought like, oh, hey, Whoopi's friend's going to come to town. She's just going to get laid, and like everyone's going to have a great time,
1: right? And maybe she'll learn to be a better person or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, we get to this dance club, and we find out that Tony has gotten into a motorcycle accident, and that caused him to have a spiritual awakening, and he is now giving up booze, and cigarettes, and dancing, and sex, and everything that's fun.
1: Yeah, everything.
0: Everything, it seems like. He
1: doesn't want to dance. Um. Because it's just what kind of foreplay?
0: It's. It's 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 uh, secular music is foreplay to the devil or something like that. Oh <laughs> <Hell> yeah, secular <laughs> so, dancing. So this is uh this is we, we don't find out how long ago this accident was until much later in the episode, and it's not going to be like, but like three weeks is the time frame they're working with right so tony got into a motorcycle a near death motorcycle accident and, he's and, dancing. and three weeks later this motherfucker is traveling to new york city to dance he, with Whoopi goldberg
1: maybe only three weeks ago he fully recovered and that's when he went to jesus
0: but he made it sound like he met Jesus while, he, like, he, oh yeah, well,
1: he saw him on the side of the road, it, it
0: like smack, and then he was going towards the light, and then he
1: like got pulled back or something By like some, that. You know, guy with a beard and sandals. Yeah, yeah, as he described him.
0: <laughs> he said the line, "I give a hoot, I don't pollute."
1: And he was down on his <laughs> knees and trying to get her to pray and trying shit. It was, it was really pray. embarrassing. And the way that he's, like, <laughs> playing the character, he's always yelling as well. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it.
0: I was silly as shit, man.
1: What did you think about uh, her getting a uh, bikini wax? I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I thought it
0: was very funny. And the fact that um, Jadwiga was just like, no. She's just like, hey, do you have a boyfriend? And Mavis is like, clearly, no. That's why, you know, like, we don't do that. And she's like, no. That's why you don't have a boyfriend, because you don't wax your hoo-ha. So, and then
1: Jedwiga like, like eats some of the wax to test the temperature and see if it's ready. Yeah, that
0: was real weird. Yeah, <laughs> and then you just see a visual of her or Jedwiga climbing underneath the, the sheets. Because they're in the hotel for yeah, pretty much the whole episode. Because Mavis is in this bed. And then she, Smoking. she she waxes her vagina real quick, and as you see her, like extend her arm back after, like you know, like ret- retracting, following through, you uh-huh. know. Yeah. Um. Then Nasim walks in. And and just that's the gets, first
1: instance of him seeing people naked, and apparently he's like very horrified by this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I he he gives us the the. The impression that he he's more of a prude character because he he immigrated from Iran I think was what his character backstory I said. Mean, I mean, understand
1: being scarred by seeing your boss get her uh, coochie waxed, but yeah. like I don't know some of the other situations are not nearly as scarring. Yeah, so let's <laughs> let's
0: let's let's go over the nudity that we find in this episode. So oh, yeah,
1: there's none that we see, but Nassim sees a lot.
0: Yeah, so first he walks in on Mavis getting her vagina waxed. Then he runs into a dude who's holding an ice bucket over his wiener in the hallway.
1: Yeah, he's trying to get into his room that he's locked out of. Yeah, and, he's and he's then champagne. then champagne. Ice
0: Bucket's like, hey, hold this for me, I'll help you out. Then he grabs the keys and Nassim freaks out and runs away. Then later on in the episode, Courtney has obtained a learn-how-to-dance-on-tape
1: like, uh, yeah was it like it, Like an audio
0: instruction manual
1: Yeah I'm not sure how that would work necessarily Or maybe he was like taking uh, lessons But it's definitely been less than a day Yeah yeah it's, it's, so I think of, it's
0: within the, that day or the next day Or something so like that So how did he
1: say he's been taking lessons Unless it was a pre-recorded thing
0: I don't know yeah, But yeah, yeah. yeah He gets this tape And he starts learning how to dance And he's like legs, legs nasty nasty And he's going to fucking town right And this makes Rita Super fucking hot for him yeah, she wants to do it immediately. Yeah, he couldn't even make it up to a room. No, they had to fuck right there, right behind the desk. Right, and Nassim walks in on that, and uh, then at the end of the episode, Whoopi Whoopi gives gives uh, Patrick Swayze a little show, and Nassim walks into that also. And by this time, he is completely unfazed by it. Yep. How many instances of nudity do you think you would have to encounter in a hotel before you become unfazed by it?
1: I would get, I would report it to HR. Yeah? Yeah.
0: I mean, that's reasonable. That I'm not saying that's unreasonable at all.
1: I'd be like, I walked in... First of all, why was the door unlocked? How did he get into the hotel room uh, that they were doing the wax in.
0: Good point.
1: Um, I think that Courtney and Rita were in a like a public place. Somewhere. Yes, they were. I don't know where we where though.
0: It was like the front desk, right behind the front desk.
1: Oh my god!
0: Like, cause Nassim opened that door, and then you saw the street behind him.
1: That's wild. Yeah, like, yeah, that's just, a problem. Yeah, like your boss and your coworker are <laughs> engaging in some like extracurricular <laughs> waxing beauty care, <laughs> and. Then your boss's brother and his weird girlfriend uh, out at the front desk. Absurd.
0: Dude, I'm just imagining like my work and these scenarios happening in my work. Mm-hmm. Like Who do you tell? Who yeah. You obviously tell HR. <laughs> obviously But I work in a machine shop. Hell yeah. <laughs> these people work in a hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Wow. I- I I don't know. I thought it was funny. I thought Nassim was a fine B character. I thought Courtney and Rita were fine B characters. Or they would be, they were like C characters in this.
1: I guess yeah. Um, um, how
0: how did you feel about the the ladies poker game? Loved it. I loved the ladies poker game. They were all funny. They all got together after Mavis's date with Tony, and they all were all gossiping
1: smoking cigarettes inside
0: smoking cigarettes inside i actually wrote it down because i don't remember the last time i watched someone smoke cigarettes on tv man
1: yeah like well i mean mad men yeah they do that a lot on mad men
0: yeah well it's just like it was that thing that was kind of odd because it was in 2006 or 2005
1: it's like right before the huge push to outlaw smoking in public.
0: I was going to say, 2005 was when that started. And I know that that affected Michigan in 2010. Um, no, not 2005. It might have been 2005. It was like
1: 2008 or It's real staggered. Something like that. It was
0: 2010 in Michigan. Um, but yeah, it was staggered amongst the states. I know the last one to do it was, I think, Wyoming in
1: 2015. I think you can still smoke inside in some southern states. Yeah, like at the Waffle House or whatever.
0: I maybe it's it's because of a classification. I know, like in Philadelphia, you can smoke in some establishments, and like here in Michigan, they allow smoking in casinos. Ugh, gross. It's weird. It's it, but you know they they've got all kinds of amendments to these non-smoking rules. So maybe that is the case. Like depending on like if it's a like if a,
1: I own this hotel, I can m- smoke in it. Yeah, Who's going to tell me not to?
0: That's a very good point.
1: Uh, Maybe OSHA
0: because... uh, (laughs) Smoking inside is not OSHA approved. Smoking at the workplace is not OSHA approved, but I also know that there are lots of places that people smoke inside at work. Wow. Dude, I've gone to gas stations and people are smoking in the gas station. It's like you sell a flammable liquid, my man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm sure... The, and the they have propane outside also. So there are multiple flammable liquids just, like, chilling, chilling at this establishment. This dude is smoking a cigarette inside of.
1: Yeah, she was doing it in the room and in the kitchen where they were playing poker. Yeah. I thought that they were at somebody's house.
0: Yeah, or at, like a, like, a hall or, like, a multi-purpose room. Nope, just the middle of the kitchen at this hotel. I don't know why you would do that. I don't either, man. I don't either. Maybe like... The, 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 maybe... Fuck. I've never stayed in a hotel that size that has a kitchen like that. Do you think that's a public kitchen? Or that's only for staff?
1: I think it's staff only. Break room.
0: Yeah, like a break room kitchen? That's a good point.
1: It's a good point. Be better than if it was the actual kitchen where they prepared food for the guests.
0: When they were talking at this, this poker game, though, Uh you know, they were saying that, like, if anyone was going to bring... Tony back to the the, the the to the right side?
1: The dark side. The
0: dark side? The fucking side. That's the side.
1: It'd be Mavis. Because she's so foxy. She's so and foxy. Evil.
0: How did you feel about them like having this plot to have her take him dancing again after he had, you know, said that he was uninterested uninter- before? Do you think that was appropriate?
1: It's not normally something that you would see on a sitcom. No. Uh, Because that's, like, usually you want your characters to be the good guys in sitcoms. And she, like, I mean, yeah, everyone should party a little bit. But, like, if somebody is, like, you know, I'm for Jesus, like, who are you to be, like, that's stupid? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't agree with it, but I do. Yeah, no, I, like... I guess I, I see both sides. Of the, Once sides you find of out he's only been doing it for three weeks, I think that that's a little bit more, uh, I don't know, leeway.
0: Well, yeah, and when he when he tells you that he's been doing it only for three weeks, that it gives a little bit of, like, uh, depth to why he's making these decisions. Because he says he wants to do it right, and he's nervous. He doesn't want to let himself down or, like, let God down or anything like that.
1: And I think it's important to take everything in moderation you know
0: yeah i mean like i i think that's really where where mavis was trying to come from was like hey you know like i see what you're trying to do but you you are able to loosen up a little bit you know
1: yeah and you're a cool guy why wouldn't you be a cool guy yeah let's do cool guy stuff uh
0: yeah especially when the cool guy stuff wasn't necessarily hurting anyone and the things that could potentially hurt you know it wasn't like she was sitting there pressuring him to drink or smoke cigarettes she just wanted or anything. To dance. Yeah, she just wanted to dance with him. Oh, insects. Uh, yeah, and she wanted to. She definitely wanted to fuck. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, the, her methods for getting him to dance, outrageous. Yeah, he perfect. She,
0: she kind of goaded him into it.
1: Yeah, by dancing badly and announcing that he was a world famous instructor that had taught her how to do it.
0: Yeah, she kind of looks like Elaine from South or not South Park <laughs> from Seinfeld when she dances. Like little, little kicks, little kicks,
1: little kicks and like low on the legs. Yeah. She, yeah. Why? Well, yeah. Big I, squat I, energy. I can't, I can't say that she was like Elaine cause Whoopi was definitely tearing it up with some style <laughs> with some stupid moves. Yeah. Style. They were
0: dumb, but like she had some style. Oh, with she's kind
1: of like doing that Tarzan move where he like acts like a monkey. And- <laughs> yeah. And Elaine's more
0: of just like a full body dry heave, right? That's what they say.
1: Yes Yeah.
0: But yeah they, 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 they he, She gets him to dance in And Tony has this, this awakening the, the realization that yeah He can still honor God And he can still have fun and be himself He doesn't have to stop doing everything You know And uh, do you think that that's an appropriate lesson?
1: I think it's important I think a more important lesson is like God is in the good stuff yeah, you know, the stuff that you enjoy and if you enjoy dancing secularly, that's not the devil, that's God.
0: Yeah. How do you how do you feel about that opinion as a musician,
1: you know? What about secular music?
0: Yeah, I mean like of course we love secular music, but
1: like I like God music.
0: The idea that music that is not about God is therefore devoid of God or any of the pleasures that he would bestow upon us
1: well I don't I don't think music should only be made about God obviously I mean maybe more music should and there'd be more interesting songs about God but usually yeah. they're just like love songs where you're probably baby with God right that's the, that's the South Park joke <laughs> uh,
0: when I was younger I went to church camp a few times right and it was one of those cool church camps that have uh, like a rock band play and stuff like that. What right? were your
1: songs about?
0: Well, that was what I was going to say. Was most of the songs they played? It seemed like they had like a book of Christian rock, you know, like standards that they would learn. Like how blues people would, like they'd have open my eye, open my eyes to your heart, love Lord or whatever, and they'd do some hallelujah shit you know like Jesus loves the little children not necessarily Jesus loves the little children but like I don't know it was it was at a church camp they were trying to get kids like energized about the Lord and his glory and all that kind of stuff and I was just like I came here to fucking snowboard and I'm bad at
1: that so there's nothing else left to do except for be good at Christian rock yeah that's that's what it is that's your origin story and they're like
0: open my your eyes to my love lord why open your eyes to my love it just seems like a waste of time doesn't
1: see it you. like i don't know why you gotta make your whole life be about jesus and shit like that seems like a waste of intellect and charisma and stuff like can't they do other things while still recognizing that god is good why does everything have to be about god bruv that i mean <laughs> I, I i hear you I, and, and I
0: think things in moderation are great but like that's someone's thing that's their thing man like God. I'm not
1: trying to like I, I know I know what you're saying people you know. will say the same thing about everybody and everything why are you so into punk rock it's so dumb the people are bad and rapists
0: dude you know you know how many people have used oh Vince Troy doesn't do that he's too fucking punk as like an insult to me uh-huh. like how did I become the metric of what is or isn't punk and like should Some I be Armstrong. offended when I'm utilized as that kind of metric? Because like, if I'm clearly too punk for something, I'm doing something right,
1: right? Right. I've always said that. If you're too punk for something, you're doing something right.
0: Right? I don't know. Too
1: punk for therapy, thumbs up. Yeah. Too punk for charades, you're a cool guy. Oh. You-
0: <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> Three words. Three words. <laughs>
1: I don't know what I was even doing. Was I milking a cow, or was I climbing a ladder? Uh, you were a
0: Spider-Man there for a second. Josh! Now that we've reached the end of this episode, how did you feel about it?
1: Well, I thought all three plots were funny, A, B, and C.
0: Would you want to watch more Whoopi? I could. Yeah? I watched
1: the first episode. I'd like to see if they just like started out and she's owned this place for years, or if she comes into it somehow. Yeah. Uh, I
0: I'd like to see... How- like in contrast the first episode to this episode to see how much the characters changed over the course of that many because this is the t- the 12th ep- or the 15th episode of the season
1: I'd like to know a little bit more about what, what they're about because the characters were all pretty funny to me
0: yeah yeah I think everybody did a good job
1: diverse cast theoretically or do you think that both of those ethnic people who work for her were played by white people
0: no no Amid Jalili was is actually Iranian all
1: right perfect yeah, yeah. that's diverse casting
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I think that a lot of the credit for this episode that, I mean, obviously going to Whoopi, probably went to Terry Hughes, the director, because he directed every episode of the series. So I'm sure he had a good idea of what he wanted to do with the characters and how that he could nurture them and grow like fluidly and like...
1: It's not common to have a director direct every episode of a TV show. Well, see, that's That's not common.
0: That's what I thought. And then I looked a little bit further into Terry's little back thing, right? Motherfucker directed 108 episodes of The Golden Girls. No shit. 100 episodes of Third Rock for the Sun. No way. And the entire series of that 80s show, all 12 episodes.
1: Hey, man, that's cool.
0: I think terry really understands how to develop characters over a long period of time like visually yeah and i think that that would be something that would be appealing about this show i'd like to see all these characters grow and see where they started and stuff like yeah did did mavis come into this or is this something that the family has had for a while and stuff like that yeah, why, like, did,
1: why isn't her brother involved more deeply you yeah know?
0: Because I, I know that, like, in, in the bio, it mentioned that she was a one-hit wonder at one point, but it could have still been a family business, yeah. and that's where she could have worked beforehand. And then, like, you know how in, like, the and like, Salmon, he comes back in disgrace because he failed, you know. And, exactly. Like,
1: And then there's that deeper level to it where she's, you know, she's got something going on, and that's why she's mean to everybody. You yeah. You know, she feels like a failure because she's coming back to plan B. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh-huh.
0: Yeah, and like you said earlier, this especially with the same as MASH this would also award lots of opportunities for colorful guest cars in every episode yeah because
1: you have a hotel
0: mm-hmm. yeah I think I think I'd be interested in watching another episode of Whoopi
1: yeah I wonder if they've got them all on YouTube
0: I can guarantee that there are quite a few.
1: I like that there was a little bit of glitching on the video. Just yeah. a little bit.
0: <laughs> kind of made me feel like I was, like, right there, watching it, <laughs> like,
1: back in the day, when yeah. things were shitty. Yeah, when you had to, like, poke the antennas back in 2006. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Josh, where's this rank on your Josh scale?
1: Well, uh, the television scale. I'd give it, like, three stars. Yeah? Three on, stars? On a television scale. Because I enjoyed it. I didn't really have any problems with it. But it's not, like, groundbreaking or anything.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was a nice, entertaining episode of television.
1: Yeah, three out of five stars on the t- television scale. Vince, how does it rank on the patented Vince scale?
0: Dude, I was going to say two and a half. Yeah? Yeah. I Maybe felt, I want to watch more, though. Yeah, uh, and I think that's why... I, I, it's like... I felt like this was real, a real shallow episode.
1: Yeah, you to know, make room for Patrick Swayze.
0: Exactly. I feel as if we, if we got like an episode that didn't necessarily have a guest star on it, we could get a more accurate grade of what an episode should be. So yeah. that's why I'm saying two and a half. That makes know? sense. Like I don't think they did as hard as they could have because they were trying to leave room for Pat to move around. You well, know?
1: that's what I'm saying. I was giving the show as a total off of one episode, three stars, including potentiality. Okay, okay. You know, the episode itself, yeah, probably more middling, but, you know, extra points for Patrick Swayze. So there's always extra points to go around when we're talking about the Josh scale.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Where do you think this son of a bitch lands on the Swayze scale?
1: Well, I'm not too positive. I have a lot of question marks over here. Hit me with them. Well, let's see. There's obviously no horses. There's no knives. There's no fighting. There's no patriotism or homoeroticism, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So we'll just strike those right off this 13-point scale this week. Um, do you, would you count uh, Swayze's trip to visit her as a road trip? It doesn't happen on screen. No. So no. Um, okay, so I've got dancing. Uh, with. Uh, there's dancing. Mm-hmm. How about dad stuff?
0: Not really.
1: I would say no. I mean, there was he was being pretty patronizing to her about our lord and father. Yeah. But... Uh,
0: just cause l- The lord is a father He wasn't a father
1: Well okay let's ask Rad or bad on the lord The as lord a father.
0: <laughs> as a father In In in, in general episode. or this episode Because <laughs> Bro was trying to say don't dance And I'm like is, is god John Lithgow on footloose Is that what we're saying now
1: Yeah I think so so bad
0: Bad dad, dad. But okay. John Lithgow, like, turns around at the end of the footloose. Like, that's the whole thing. I'm not trying to spoil too much, but I mean, like, <laughs> that's the movie. Spoilers like, for he's Footloose He's like, no, no dancing. And by the end of the movie, he's like, okay dancing.
1: Yeah, Swayze says the same thing uh, by the end of the episode, but.
0: So Swayze's John Lithgow? Uh,
1: no, yeah, I guess so. Okay.
0: Here uh, we go. Yeah, but Catch I mean, the God, of that. In that. So case, then is God Diane Weest? Well, or is it, Diane uh, fucking Kevin Bacon?
1: I, I don't know, because, like, we don't really know what God is saying. He only knows what he thinks God is saying.
0: That's a good point.
1: Um, but good, if good if, point. if we think everybody's right about God, then God is worse than John Lithgow, because he doesn't come around on it. He's just forgiving.
0: Oh, yeah. It's
1: the, di- the difference between tolerance and acceptance. Yep,
0: yeah, yep, yeah, yep,
1: yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Okay, uh, so no dad stuff, though. No <laughs> <laughs> patriotism. Was there a sick whip? Is the memory of a sick whip enough?
0: What? He was what?
1: remembering his motorcycle that got out from under him. No. No. The memory of a horse was enough that one time. <laughs> uh, well, that was a horse, though. This isn't a horse. Yep, it's a sick whip. Uh, let's see. It's a steel horse. Would you say that there steel is horse. feminism in this episode? Yeah. I uh, I think the ladies poker night uh passes the Bechdel test.
0: Yes it does. Well if a, if anything fucking
1: um, um Whoopi's the lead? I mean, you I'm, know. I just She's top billed.
0: Yeah, I think it passes passes feminism. Okay, we give it a feminism. Cuz 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 Mavis the entire time was talking about the things that she had accomplished and how she was uh completely okay with just having a a passionate night of romance and then no problems after that and
1: yep she's the, uh, empowered yeah yeah she she was all about it she also implied when she was talking to jadwina that uh that's something that black people don't do is have boyfriends
0: no 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 no, wax their vaginas. Oh, hell yeah. That's what she was implying okay. when she said that they, that sisters don't do that.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, I don't... Yeah, I have no experience in this regard. I don't either. Um, okay, is there class stuff? The only thing I would say that implies that is that there are working class people wandering around the hotel. Yeah. And they're doing their jobs most of the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I don't know if that counts. Yeah because it's not, like, about it at all. It's just kind of in the background. Okay, uh, so on this 13-point Swayze scale, I've got one, two, three, four. It's not very many.
0: No, this is, like, a one.
1: Uh, I think it would come out to, like, a two. You want a two? I think so. A
0: two out of ten what?
1: Brazilian waxes.
0: Two out of ten Brazilian waxes on the Swayze
1: scale. Swayze scale. Yep. Uh, you know it was about dancing. So even though it came out to something cl- like under two, technically, mm-hmm. I was okay with giving it a solid two because this is all about dancing. I
0: hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You know what?
1: Some people agreed. What, what did they agree?
0: Well, Letterbox is unavailable. Alongside an audience score from Rotten Tomatoes and an Amazon score. Wow. But Rotten Tomatoes feels that this series is a 26%, and this episode on IMDb got 7.3 out of 10. This was actually.
1: Like one of the better episodes of
0: the show. That's what they've told us. Okay, well. That's what they told us. Now, this was filmed in New York, so at least it was true to the setting. But I'm sure it was filmed on a soundstage, obviously. So is
1: Rita like a like a stereotype of someone who comes from a certain place in New York?
0: Maybe. I would assume so. Do you think that uh, her and our uh, Rita and Mavis will will have like more conflicts across the
1: series? I don't know. Why would they? They have poker night together.
0: I don't know. Sometimes we have conflicts.
1: I guess. Like, no, this is the swaziest movie. No, that's the swaziest movie. Yeah, yeah, real gripping stuff. (laughs) Real gripping stuff. Well, you
0: know, sometimes that's just how she goes.
1: Yeah, not everything can be really swazy. But like, just because something is really swazy doesn't mean it's really good. And just because it's not very swazy doesn't mean it's bad.
0: Right. Yeah, we still had fun watching this. Like we said, I'd definitely watch it again. Would you have any suggestions to who this would be for? In, like, I kind of got a Friends vibe from this. Yeah. Maybe not the same kind of thing, but like, you know. I just don't
1: know anyone who, like, is into Whoopi Goldberg anymore. Yeah. She, you know, she sometimes doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about on TV and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Which is, like, a totally human thing. I think she's cool, but, like, I don't know if she's awesome or anything.
0: I hear that. I and hear I don't that. know
1: anyone who, like, stands her.
0: hmm
1: So, I don't know who to recommend. It's people who like Whoopi Goldberg, I'd say, for sure. Yeah. People who are into, like, uh, early 2000s sitcoms about workplaces that actually aren't about those workplaces. They're just excuses for characters to be together in the same room.
0: Yeah, kind of like a community.
1: Mm, they're at least going to class. You're, that's a good point. Maybe like the third
0: or fourth season
1: of Community. <laughs> yeah, where they're not going to class. Yeah, they're just getting gas bombed or whatever.
0: Whatever the fuck they said that was happening that season. Yeah, this this was fine. And the fact that this is only a single season TV show, you know, it might not be a bad idea to, to check out a few episodes. Won't be overwhelmed. Episodes, you yeah. know,
1: it's like no big deal. Yeah, it's quite all right. I like it better than Seinfeld. Yeah. Well, hey. Tony. Hey,
0: hey, hey, Tony. Hey, hey Tony. <laughs> well, if you've seen this show and you like it better than Seinfeld or don't like it better than Seinfeld, we'd love to hear about it. You can send us an email at swayzypod at com. Hey, we got
1: some questions answered today, didn't we?
0: I think we got a few questions answered today. And if you've got more questions... Fucking send them to us. We'd love to answer a few of them for you. We're also on social media at Swayze Pod, you know, on Instagram and Twitter and on Facebook too. And uh, Josh and I are both on Letterboxd. Josh is at Joshua CY, all one word, and I'm at Vincent Troya. We write these movies and TV shows if they're available in real time, and, uh, you know, I love seeing other people's reviews. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been trying to go to my friends' pages and like like the stuff that they've been.
1: I don't putting have friends in. who
0: have pages. Oh, you don't? Nope. Maybe we should find you some fucking friends.
1: Yeah, I started following the guy who used to write at the AV Club head head T te- or no head movie guy, and he it never posts reviews because he gets paid to write reviews. He just gives them a star rating. Oh. <laughs> it's infuriating. Just wanna read the reviews.
0: We're crazy for Swazi. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy
1: persuasive.